the Steam Deck has mighty competition, my friends. Elden Ring made over half a billion dollars, and we had our first look at AMD's next APUs. Let's get into the hot news, everybody. I'm your Brett host. We're going to be going over the hottest tech news that I can find on the internet while you enjoy your breakfast. We're going to start off today talking about the next competitor to the Steam Deck, which looks to wipe the floor with it in pure spec-wise. Ioneo unveiling their next-generation console, which is going to feature uh, just better specs than the Steam Deck overall. The Neo 2 and Neo Air being debuted, and the APU on this thing is no joke because it's essentially the Ryzen 7 6800U just in a portable form factor. And as we've started to see those benchmarks come out, um, it's really freaking good. You can see that they announced that this is the world's first AMD 6800U Windows handheld in the world, all screen, which I don't know how you call it all screen when like half of it is the bezels of the controller. But you know what, like freaking whatever the, the marketing wants to be on this, they can have that. So the CPU on the 6800U is essentially double what is on the Steam Deck. It has eight CPU cores as opposed to the Steam Deck's four CPU cores, but the Steam Deck's only Zen 2, whereas the 6800 you is Zen 3 Plus, so it's going to be much faster on that side. But on top of that, while the Steam Deck does have RDNA 2 graphics in its APU, the Ioneo 2 will have the Radeon 680M, which in preliminary benchmarks that have been coming out, it's like a GTX 1650. Again, this is going to be packed in a handheld. 12 RDNA 2 compute units versus the 8 that's on the Steam Deck, but also at a higher clock speed. It's also getting LPDDR5 6400MHz RAM, PCI Express 4.0 storage, and USB 4.0 ports. This is going to be a crazy handheld console, and it's in a pretty decent form factor. This reminds me a lot of uh, the company I won't name their, their their handheld controllers from their entertainment system back in the day, the Famicom, whatever it was called, but also them announcing the Ioneo Slide. I think I called it the Air earlier. That's my bad. It's the Slide, and it's got that whole like T-Mobile sidekick thing going on where you can slide it out. has the exact same specs as the Ioneo 2, but there's the Here's the important bit, my friends, coming close. There is no release date, there is no pricing, and we just don't know anything about it. Honestly, while this has me super excited, I love seeing high-end APUs in portable stuff. I can't wait for the next-gen desktop APUs. The, the fact that they don't have a release date, they don't have a price, and they just launched the Ioneo Next, a lot of this screams to me the fact that they were just like, hey, don't forget about us. We know the Neo Next was not anywhere near what the Steam Deck is, but uh, we'll have something cool eventually, which, like, is this going to come out later this year? Is it going to be early next year? Again, uh, Ioneo doesn't really compete with the Steam Deck on price. I'd probably expect it'd be over $1,000 for this stuff, whereas the Steam Deck starts at $400. You add in one terabyte of storage, you're at 600 bucks. You get the highest sale on $650. It's about half the price of what the Ioneo 2 is supposed to cost, at least in general speculation. I'm excited for it, but it also feels like I, I, I will only believe it's a legitimate competitor, number one, when it comes out and number two if the steam deck 2 hasn't been announced at that point or whatever the next upgrade path will be and furthermore on that point i'm actually really curious what valve's upgrade plans will be for the steam deck it's very common in consoles for them to have seven year lifespans but it's not as common in the pc world to not upgrade things so frequently so i'm wondering how valve's going to balance that and i'm just i'm curious i'm excited at the handheld gaming market 
it right now, my friends. It was that butthole company who just had the reins for the longest time, and it looks like that's it's shifting over to the PCs, and I really appreciate it. And I'm gonna shift on over to telling you about today's video sponsor. Today's episode of Hot News is sponsored by World of Warships. My friends, in case you haven't heard of World of Warships, it's a free-to-play game and available for PC. It's a team-based sea battle game that requires different strategies and tactics, so you're always using that old noggin up there. The game features over 400 historical ships that you can control in more than 40 maps. And those 40 unique maps have dynamic weather and have just been recently updated with stunning new water effects and textures that makes the game seas look amazing. There's more than 44 million players and five different warship classes to choose from. So you can conquer the oceans aboard battleships, destroyers, aircrafts, carriers, or cruisers. And if the devs call you to it, you can dive in with the submarines. It's got new content released every month, so you can get freshly updated portions of gameplay or cosmetics. And World of Warships is not just a game, my friends. It's a unique digital floating museum displaying breathtaking recreations of not just the most fearsome vessels of the first and second world wars, but also many of the blueprints and designs that never saw light, but that have been given life in the game's virtual dockyards. My friends, you can download World of Warships for free by using our link in the video description. And then once you're registered into the game using the link, you're gonna get a huge starter pack. If you use the code FIRE, you'll get 200 doubloons, a premium battleship USS Texan, 20 restless fire camouflage, 1 million credits, and seven days of premium account. Again, that's called fire to get that huge starter pack using the link in the video description. Check World of Warships out and big thanks to them for sponsoring today's video. But while the Steam Deck does have more competition, Valve is not giving up on making it better with them releasing audio drivers for Windows that was missing in the drivers that they rolled out for you to install Windows on the Steam Deck. It's now here. Valve not really providing official support to put Windows on the Steam Deck. It's not recommended, but if you have to do it, you now at least have audio for you to listen to Netflix's live streams because that's according to a new report. Netflix is planning on rolling out a live streaming service, not kind of like YouTube or Twitch where it's just going to be everyday content creators are going to be able to put that on, but actually to be able to have live shows with live voting. I mean, I actually think this is a brilliant idea. The more that I read about this initially, I was like, oh, that just sounds like a company that's dying. That's trying to come up with a new cool concept. But as I read more, like being able to have live reaction from the audience on something that's more of like a television show. Think maybe like American Idol, America's Got Talent. That's a lot of Americans things. Big Brother, where you can actually potentially get involved live on whatever's happening. Survivor, maybe, but on a Netflix show. I actually think that's pretty cool, and I'm surprised that we haven't seen a lot more implementation of that yet. So I, I'm kind of excited to see where Netflix takes this. And if you're in crypto, you might be a little bit excited because the numbers are going up. Bitcoin. <laughs> up 3.8% in the last 24 hours to finally be above $30,000. It's sitting at 31,228, just below a $600 billion market cap. Ethereum up 4.5% to sit at $2,100, and Dogecoin up 3% to sit at just over $0.09. Cents. But as crypto goes up, we bring prices down with UFD deals presented by Reese, giving you the hottest tech deals that are on the internet. Thank you, Reese. You're welcome. Today we got the ID Cooling Auraflow X360. It's only going for $50 right now over on Newegg. EVGA has their Supernova 1600 watt power supply for $270. That is that's a crazy good price for, for what the 10 year warranty. I mean, crazy power supply, crazy price. And Reese coming in with an audio deal. If he if Reese recommends audio, I just I listen to him because he knows his stuff. The Kanto YU2 PC gaming desktop speakers, $180 right now. That's 20% discount, lowest price in 30 days, uh, especially this white version 
version looks really good. Looks very similar to my, uh, what are these? These are my Audio Engine 2 Pluses. Uh, very similar design, but not, that is cheaper than what I paid for these bad boys. And prices are gonna go up for Samsung with the reports coming out that Samsung's Foundry is looking to upcharge between 15 and 20% on the price hikes. This is coming after in an episode of Hot News last week, we talked about how TSMC was planning on raising their prices as well. It just looks like the production of chips is gonna get higher and higher, whether this is so that they can continue to have record profits, probably, or if they're just trying to uh, recoup some costs on things that have gotten more expensive over the years. Who knows? It's probably corporate greed. And if you're greedy for uh, Dead Space, it's coming out January 27th, 2023. We now have an announcement date for the remake for those bad boys and Elden Ring getting an announcement that it sold 13.4 million copy is it beaten Bandai Namco's forecast by 235%. They were only expecting to sell 4 million copies of this game and they absolutely destroyed that and it helped Bandai Namco to actually have a revenue of the last quarter for $3.1 billion of which if you just do some quick maths assuming an average sale price on the game of $50 that's $670 million brought in by Elden Ring alone. I haven't really seen it on sale that's obviously assuming an average price but that's still even if you discount that's a ton of cash being brought in by them. But you want to talk about a better known game of what's it called? Dolmen. That's 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 the game everybody's talking about right now because it's been announced that Intel's XESS super sampling technology will be debuting with that game on May 20th. So just later this week, this is after AMD launched FSR 2.0 at the end of last week. And with the game developers saying that they have a partnership with Intel to get XESS on day one. So it should be available. Intel hasn't actually given us the release date of this. So it's kind of weird that a game developer is saying this on a game I personally haven't heard of. No disrespect to them. And also they say that Intel's going to have it released in the day one patch, but given Intel's previous history of things we talked about again last week of them not meeting their own graphics drivers deadlines, I'm not trusting this. Probably, I mean, it'd be great if it does debut, but I, I don't trust Intel to meet their deadlines that they're sending for their GPUs. But this is a deadline I set for my heart, which is AMD's APUs. I love them so much. They're my favorite thing. If anybody's going to call me a fanboy of anything, it's AMD's APUs. I love them. And next one has been tested on Linux. We got details of it leaking out. It's performing terribly right now. It's it's essentially awful. It's managing 63 FPS in a game where a laptop processor is managing 182. So it's not it's not optimized right now. It's an early engineering sample. But the point is, it exists, my friends, and it has RDNA 2 base graphics, which is something I want. I mean, the Ryzen 5700G is still on Vega. After how many years we're expecting AMD to announce these at Computex in just next week, I believe, is when, when the Computex keynote is on the 24th, and we're expecting these chips to launch in the September timeframe, and I, for one, am insanely excited for it. I am all about those APUs, and I'm all about ending hot news on time, so this is the end of this episode. I'll see you back here for more tech news tomorrow, provided I don't have COVID because my wife has COVID.